This podcast is sponsored by RMA's Dual Risk Rating Solution. Built by bankers for bankers, RMA Dual Risk Rating delivers a more granular approach to commercial risk rating, separating a borrower's risk profile from the collateral backing the loan. With our pre-built scorecards, your institution can be up and running in half the time. If your bank is interested in enhancing its risk rating practices, learn more at rmahq.org. Hi, I'm Stephen Krasowski, Communications Manager at RMA. Technology has always played an integral role in banking, but the pandemic accelerated digital transformation in financial institutions, which are now finally beginning to understand the urgent need to invest in technology, not just to enhance customer experience, but to achieve efficiency and operational agility in other areas of the business, such as risk management. Today, I'm joined by George Buchanan, Chief Risk Officer, of consumer and wealth management at Regions Bank to discuss transformation risks affecting institutions, agility and risk management, and the impact of culture on transformation. George, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Stephen. I'm delighted to be here. So, George, what do you see as being the top three transformation risks banking institutions are facing today? And what ranking would you give each of those risks? Stephen, thank you. That's a, that's a great question. Um, even before the pandemic, Regions Bank has been focused on making banking easier for our customers, and this certainly became more apparent and important over the last 18 months. These technology enhancements, however, also result in heightened risk. For example, the move toward digital account opening reflects changes in customer behaviors, and risk implications have arisen that financial institutions need to face such as customer authentication. How do you know who you're dealing with? What level of privacy concerns or controls come into play? Cybersecurity and the threat of bad actors having access to data are topics that the banking industry has been addressing head on. It's important to understand what it means for the customer experience. In the past 18 months, all financial institutions, including regions, have continued to make strides to ensure we're supporting a more seamless customer experience, while also keeping security at the forefront. The banking industry was already a leader in terms of fraud prevention and cybersecurity, even more so now. You know, I'd say a second key transformation risk is the move towards more automated controls and less reliance on individuals to manage these controls. Of course, banks have introduced machine learning and artificial intelligence to assist with these endeavors. It also requires a complete and clear understanding of how process flows and how things work through your organization as you're building out these rule sets and automated control functions. Banks need to examine the risks that these automated controls bring. So for example, what is the impact on the FTEs that you're leveraging? What kind of quality assurance mechanisms are you implementing? What are the compliance implications of machine learning and artificial intelligence? And how do you ensure that you're not incorporating bias into decision-making regarding automation and controls. And lastly, a third important transformation risk from my perspective is a reliance on data and analytics to make decisions across various aspects of banking, not only just lending decisions. For example, where you put a branch, how you staff your branches, and deciding the amount of cash to keep in a certain location. Banks have responded to this innovation with new and different ways to monitor and manage the risk. You need strong dashboards and tracking mechanisms 
to ensure that you have an appropriate level of oversight, data, and automation to make informed fact-based decisions. From a risk perspective, having access to this data allows risk managers and business leaders to quickly identify any gaps or adjust anomalies in a process or a procedure and allows them to make rapid decisions on new products or initiatives that the bank is planning to undertake in the future. George, digitization is fast growing in today's tech world. What is the top concern for your institution and the banking industry in general as it embraces this transformation? Yes, Stephen, I think that's a great question. And I'm going to tie it back to one of my um, previous answers. And I think the, the, the largest concern as we move forward in this transformation is authenticating your customer. You know, how do we know that the customer that's interacting on one side of the transaction is who they say they are. You know, how do we build processes to validate, you know, that activity that historically has been done in the presence of a banker, whether it's in a branch, in a business location, in a mortgage loan office. So you, we, we really have to think through, um, you know, how we validate those customers and, and build processes and procedures um, that, that number one, help with that, but also give us the ability to go back and test those activities um, to ensure that um, um, the efforts that we're undertaking within our organizations have proven to be as effective as we, we expected. George, what are some heightened risks as the world moves toward a more virtual and hybrid environment? Yeah, Stephen, this is another really great question here. You know, the issues that we've all dealt with over the last 18 months have certainly been a game changer for financial institutions. A new and heightened risk has been ensuring our culture, risk culture, credit culture, and overall workplace culture is not impacted by more employees working remotely. This requires more active management by leaders and managers across the organization. You need to ensure that while having adopted an operating model prior to the pandemic, you don't lose the culture of your organization. As we know, all financial institutions have their own culture that has been built over the years. So as we move to a more remote or hybrid working environment, it's important that you know, companies maintain the culture you built, whether that's by bringing employees back in the office periodically or establishing new protocols with the various types of virtual technologies we have in place today, or frankly, both. Finally, how you interact with your customers may change as well. So it's important to think about areas such as commercial, private wealth, or consumer, and how you're adopting customer meetings with clients that have historically always been in the office, and how this may change interactions by your forward-facing bankers as well. George, how important is agility in risk management today? And what is the result if you don't adopt agile processes? I, I think the ability to be agile is probably um, one of the most important um, characteristics that risk managers need to be embracing today, Stephen. Um, you know, I'll speak a little bit about, you know, some of the things we've done at Regions. And, and, and while we think agile risk management is here to stay, um, you know, we've, we've embraced agile processes for new initiatives across the company 
and, and certainly in, in areas such as digital, as we talked about earlier. And, you know, not only is that um, important for the businesses and the technology teams to embrace that activity, but our risk management um, you know, framework has to embrace um, agile uh, capabilities as well. And you know, the way we've done that at Regions, and I'm, I'm sure many of our peers that, that are listening to this today, um, you know, they're getting their risk teams involved much earlier um, in the development stage of a product or a service that's being introduced. And you know, we've chosen to assign you know, point, point people from our second line risk teams to interact, you know, to regularly interact with the business on those activities so that they have a crystal clear understanding of strategies, um, you know, the, 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 the aspirations of the business is, is they're building those out. Um, but, but we've also, you know, that also causes our risk folks to have a more holistic um, viewpoint of, of the risk. And so when we get someone involved in, in, in a project from an agile perspective, they need to understand not only their, their, their risk area of expertise, but also the other risk disciplines that are out there. And so that, that really allows for more um, expedient decision-making, um, you know, more efficient um, you know, interaction from a risk standpoint, and ultimately a, a more effective analysis of those activities um, by embracing um, folks and, and bringing them earlier. It, it provides for a, a much um, more collaborative effort um, by all parties um, and gives the risk teams and the business teams um, you know, the opportunity to provide immediate feedback, to provide challenge as appropriate, and again, to expedite that decision-making. And, you know, I think about, you know, if you don't adopt it, um, you, you know, you're really not going to operate as effectively as you need to in the rapidly um, changing environment that we're all facing now. And I think, um, you know, if you think about risk managers who are constantly wanting to evolve um, in their understanding of risks, I think you run the risk of, um, you know, losing some of those folks if you don't give them the ability to have a more holistic view of, of the activities that they're there to support. So George, to wrap up, uh, you briefly, touched on uh, the impact of or transformation on culture. Uh, how, do you, how do you address implementing or changing the culture in an organization to fit transformations? Yeah, I'm going to approach this one more about, you know, implementing and, and sustaining, Stephen, um, because I, th I think, you know, just because you're, you're bringing in transformational activities, you don't necessarily have to change the underlying culture of your company or, you know, your risk team or your business teams. Um, rather, it, it really all starts with setting a clear vision for what the transformation is, is designed to, to perform. And then setting out goals and aspirations of that change and how you adopt that within your you know, within the overall risk culture, credit culture, you know, enterprise-related culture that, that the company is employing. Um, you know, I, I just use, again, regions as an example. You know, 
when we introduce a new product or service, we, we really want to do that within our overall risk framework, our, our risk appetite, um, the foundational risk elements um, that have been in place within our company for a long time. And, you know, that really starts with, you know, kind of the mindset that everyone owns the risk across the organization. And so it, it's not so much about, you know, changing that culture. It's how you adopt um, the transformations to fit within that culture. I don't know if that makes sense, but that's, that's really how I think about it. And, and I think most um, companies would, 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 would tell you that as well, Stephen. George, thanks so much. Very informative discussion. Thank you again for joining us. Glad to be here. And thanks for everything that RMA is doing on behalf of all the financial institutions. I mean, as we're dealing with this, uh, you know, heightened um, transformation we're all, we've all been going through over the last 18 months or so.